Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the episode of Living Light Outdoors. On the mic with you, coming to you from the living room because you can't hear me in my office. My office is on the, the west end of our house, in the north southwest corner of the house. And my goodness, the wind here in Oklahoma today is ferocious. We've got wildfires going on all around us. There's been some excitement. It's, uh, it's real cloudy. It's real hazy uh, with all the smoke in the air and... and uh, not a good day for Oklahoma. People are, are struggling. Be, be praying for our firefighters and our first responders and law enforcement as they deal with all of this. There's been highways closed down, lots of structural loss. And when this is all over, it's, it's not going to be a pretty sight as people have lost a lot of things today. So keep, keep our, our state in prayer today as, as, uh, as you come to think of it. Man, I, I and I, I know this is kind of a rough day. Things are going on around us, but you know, I had already picked out that I wanted to do something today to just kind of break our 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 psyche that's going on with all the heaviness around us. There's so many things that seem to be weighing us down right now, and I've got a story. It's it's from a, it's from a time previous. It's it's a long time ago, and. Um, I, I did I did put a subtitle on this of no this was not me. Uh, this story is really funny. It, it brings a lot of memories, and I can envision a lot of this. I could in fact see myself um, possibly doing this. I, I mean, I, I can I can understand how this could be uh, equated to something that I would do, and some people have actually asked me if if it was me. <laughs> it was not. I'll, I'll just make that really clear. So what I'm going to share with you today, I'm going to share life lessons. And again, keep in mind, this this wasn't me. At around age 10, my dad got me one of those little compound bows, you know, the beginner kits. Of course, the first month I went around our land sticking arrows and anything that could get stuck by an arrow. Did you know that a 1955 40-horse farm oil tractor tire will take six rounds before it goes flat? That's pretty tough, huh? That got boring, so being the 10-year-old Dukes of Hazard fan that I was, I quickly advanced to taking strips of cut-up t-shirt, doused in chainsaw gas, tied around the end, and, and was sending flaming arrows all over the place. So one summer afternoon, I was shooting flaming arrows into a large old rotten oak stump in our backyard. I look over under the carport, and I see a shiny brand new can of starting fluid, ether. Light bulb went off in my head. So I grabbed that can and I set it on the stump. I thought it would probably just spray out and be a disappointing manner. Well, let's face it, a 10-year-old mouth breather like myself, ether really doesn't sound flammable. So I went back into the house and I got a one-pound one can of Pyrodex, black powder uh, for the muzzleloader rifles. At this point, I set the can of ether on the stump and I opened up the can of black powder. My intentions were to sprinkle a little bit around the, the ether, uh, but it all sort of dumped out on me. No biggie. One pound of Pyrodex, a 16-ounce ether, should make a loud pop, kind of like a firecracker, right? Well, you know what? Heck with that. I'm going back in the house for the other can. Yes, I got a second can of Pyrodex, and I dumped it too. Now we're cooking. I stepped back to about 15 feet, and I lit that two-stroke arrow. I drew the knock to my cheek and I took aim. As I released, I heard a clunk as the arrow launched from my bow. In a slow motion time frame, 
I turned to see my dad getting out of the truck. Oh no, he just got home from work. So help me, it took 10 minutes for that arrow to go from my bow to the can. My dad was walking towards me in slow motion with a what the look in his eyes. I turned back towards my target just in time to see the arrow pierce the starting fluid can right at the bottom, right through the main pile of pyrodex and into that can. Oh no. When the shock wave hit, it knocked me off my feet. I don't know if it was the actual compression wave that threw me back or just neat reflex jerk back from 235 decibels of sound. I caught a half a millisecond glimpse of the violence during the initial explosion, and I will tell you, there was dust, grass, and bugs all hovering at one foot above the ground as far as I could see. It was like a little low to the ground layer of dust fog full of grasshopper spiders and maybe a worm or two. The daylight turned purple. Let me repeat this. The daylight turned purple. There was a big sweet gum tree out by the gate going into the pasture. Notice I said was that it got right up and run off. So here I am on the ground, blown completely out of my shoes with my Thundercats t-shirt shredded. My dad is on the other side of the carport having what I can only assume possibly is a Vietnam flashback. Echo, bravo, Charlie, you're bringing them in too close. Cease fire, cease fire. His hat was blown off and he was 30 feet behind him in the driveway. All windows on the north side of the house are blown out and there's a slow rolling mushroom cloud about 2,000 feet over our backyard. There's a Honda 185 three-wheeler parked on the other side of the yard and the fenders are drooped down where they're now touching the tires. I wish I knew what I said to my dad at this moment. I don't know. I know I said something I couldn't hear. I couldn't hear inside my own head. I don't think he heard me either. Not that it would have really mattered. I don't remember much from this point on. I said something, felt a sharp pain, and then woke up later. I felt a sharp pain and blacked out, woke up later. Repeat this process for an hour or so and you get the idea. I remember at one point my mom had to give me CPR and dad screaming, bring him back so I can kill him again. Thanks, mom. One thing is for sure. I never had to mow around that stump again. Mom had been complaining about that thing for years, and Dad had never done anything about it. I stepped up to the plate, and I handled the business. Dad sold his muzzleloader a week or so later. I still have some sort of bone growth abnormality, either from the blast or the beating, or both. I guess what I'm trying to say is, get your kids into archery. It's good discipline, and it will teach them skills they can use later in life. <laughs> well, I hope maybe you find a little humor in that today. I certainly did. I do want to share just a, a quick message with you, something something to just ch- to chew on along with your, your humorous part of Friday. I, I titled this, Write It Down. I read something earlier that has stirred my mind, and I, wa- I want you, to, I want you to, to catch what's being stirred. If we don't write our vision for the future down, we will easily lose focus with the busyness of everyday life. Habakkuk 2, uh, 2 and 4 says this, Then the Lord said to me, Write my answer plainly on tablets so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. This vision is for a future time. It describes the end, and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently, for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. Look at the proud. They trust in themselves, and their lives are crooked. 
but the righteous will live by their faithfulness to God. Write the vision. The Lord, is given, the Lord gives us visions. He gives us dreams. He, he places things in our spirit. We need to write these things down. Place it where we can see it. Put it you know, you hear me talk about refrigerator prayers all the time. When God gives you a vision, when he's placed something inside of you, uh, write it down and put it where you can see it. Put it where you can pray over it every time you see it. Could it be that we get so busy that sometimes we forget it's where we're even believing for? God may have shown us something years ago, and maybe we've back-burnered back it. Maybe we've pushed it aside, and now we forget that we're even believing for something to happen. Have we allowed ourselves to be so caught up in our business that we've overlooked things that God has promised us that have already come to pass? Think about that for a minute. There may be things in your life that have already come to pass that God made you a promise years ago, and you actually missed it happening because you forgot about what he said to you. So busy that we forgot to stop and thank him for all that he's done in and through us. Take time to write down the vision God's given you. Maybe it's for right now. Maybe it's for a ministry you're to be a part of later. Maybe it's for this ministry today. Pray over that vision and over those who have possibly maybe to be involved in your vision. God will use you to minister to all you come in contact with. Pray fervently over what he shows you and give thanks and glory to him for allowing you to be used by him in such a way. We are all called to go into all the world and preach the gospel. But the great commission is to lead people to Jesus. That's our true calling. The vision that he gives you will be about his kingdom. It will be about building his kingdom. I've, I've hearing more and more from people, young people especially, who, who are having dreams uh, I, I'm a dreamer. I, 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 whatever I whatever I get, I, God pours things into me in the middle of the night all the time. Whether it's a poem, or maybe it's a, a word for a message, or maybe it's the beginning of something, or maybe it's just something that I've seen. I, I actually saw something recently. Uh, Rhonda's been staying with some friends, helping her through a time of surgery, and helping with the kids and whatnot. And 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 I and I in the middle of the night, I was. I, I call it a dream, a vision. I'm not sure what to call it, but I, I was I was standing over her. She was in bed. She was asleep. She was under a cover, and I was standing beside the bed and I was praying in the spirit. I, there there was something significant about what what God was showing me because I was praying in the spirit over her uh, for for whatever intent and purpose it was. I, that's all. I didn't feel anything different. I didn't feel any urgencies. I didn't feel like, oh, she's in trouble. All I know is, is in this dream or vision, I was simply praying over her in the spirit. And I asked her, I called her the next day and I told her, I shared with her what I, what had happened. And I said, hey, because um, she, she, the room she was staying in happened to be uh, one of the children's rooms. And, and I said, um, is, is there like a sports blanket or something on that bed? And it was the boy's bed she was sleeping in. And she said, yeah, why do you ask? I said, I just saw the blanket that was over you in this vision was some sort of a, a sports insignia. I, I couldn't tell her what it was. That wasn't, I just knew there was something, that the blanket had something to do with a sports team. And, and she said, yeah, it's the Dallas Cowboys logo. Well, it, basically all that did was just confirmed 
that what God had, had, had given me in the middle of the night was, was a definite, was, a, was a something uh, a definitive. You know, there were details involved that I couldn't have known. I've never been in that young man's room. I've never seen his bed. So there was something about that, and I found that very intriguing. I have no idea what the purpose or intent of that was. I just know it was something that happened. God is putting dreams and visions in lots of people. Maybe it's dreams and visions that you've had in the past. Now he may be bringing them back to your forefront. Write those things down. When God gives you something, even if you don't think it's for today, even if you don't think it's for right now, write it down. Put it somewhere where you can see it and begin praying over it. If he gives you a promise, if he speaks something over you, maybe speak something over your family, write it down and put it somewhere where you can see it. Rhonda and I have a prayer wall. We have a prayer board, and it's tied to the side of our refrigerator. And we write stuff on there all the time. We have some anointing oil right there. And we'll, from time to time, I find myself just sitting in front of that board and just praying over everyone that we've written down on that thing. We, we, we constantly are praying over people who are on our hearts anyway, but our children are on that board. Our grandchildren are on that board. Other ministries are on that board. Other ministers are on that board. Our friends, our family, the, the, the people that God puts on our hearts, we write on that board and we, 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 we anoint ourselves and pray over them. That, and, and, and I'm telling you, when God puts something important in front of you, write it down and pray over it. Spend time with it, but write it down so you don't forget what's being spoken. It may be something for the future, and you may need that word down the road. Amen. I pray you guys have some humor today, find a little lightheartedness, but also the strength of knowing that God's speaking into us in so many different ways. We need to record those things, and we need to pay attention to what he is speaking to us. Let him bring the timing. His timing's always crucial. Let him bring the timing, but write that word down. Write it on the, on the tablets of your heart that you might not forget it. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for following Rhonda and I. Thank you for your support. Man, if you want to support us financially, we could certainly use that. Uh, God is taking us to new levels, taking us to new places. Have no idea what he has in store for us. We simply want to be ready to go. Well, we have lots of things that we have in front of us that we need to, 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 to put in order. Um, finances is part of that. Uh, please continue to pray over us, pray with us, pray for us as we continue down this journey of seeking out that which is lost so that it may be found. God bless you. We love you guys. We will talk to you again real soon.